the Missional Life Podcast, inspiring kingdom-minded believers around the world to live the mission of God in their lives. All right, welcome back to the Mission Life Podcast. Today we are at the National Religious Broadcasters event in Dallas, Texas. We have an opportunity to speak with Tim Mahoney, who is a commercial and documentary filmmaker, and he's going to be talking to us about the upcoming film called Times of Fire. Tim, welcome to the show. It's great to be on your program. Thank you. Great. Tim, tell us about this new film called Times of Fire, The Seven Churches of Revelation. Tell us how this came about and just what your role is. Well, I have a company called Thinking Man Films, and I have been producing a series of films called Patterns of Evidence. And uh, the first film uh, was on the Exodus, Patterns of Evidence, the Exodus, and it went worldwide on Netflix. And uh, a French filmmaker saw my film on the Exodus and shared it with uh, other filmmakers there. And they got excited. They said, wow, they were believers, and they wanted to make films like I had made. And so they took off with that inspiration, that encouragement, and went to Turkey and connected with archaeologists there and Bible scholars. And they made this film called, it's actually a series, it originally was a series, uh, on the seven churches of Revelation. And they brought that and finished it, and it actually uh, is airing in France on like the HBO of France. Wow. So it's at a high, high level. And, uh, but they always wanted to connect with me. So a year ago at NRB, uh, a woman by the name of Jones Tankersley uh, came to NRB with one reason, was to meet me. And uh, wow. God led her to a, a, a meeting. Uh, and I ended up going, felt like I should go up to this particular, it's like one of these, uh, uh, you know, in the rooms, they have special rooms where people can meet and talk and they have food. <clears throat> I went to that meeting too. And she turned around and she said, wow, the very person that I need to talk to is standing there. Mm-hmm. And, and she talked to me about this project in France. And I'm minding my own business here, working on my own films. And I wasn't planning on, you know, taking on somebody else's film or, uh, or series or anything. But they kept talking with me and they wanted to have a meeting. And eventually, after much prayer, I felt that this was a message that was meant for today. And I really wrestled with it because it, to take a, a film like The Seven Churches of Revelation, uh, and it, now we've given it a title, we've basically taken uh, the series and turned it into a feature film that will be in theaters October 11th and 12th. This film is, is a call, I believe, back to the authenticity of our faith, mm-hmm. of the early church. What does that look like? And I think the thing that I'm seeing as I've been working on it uh, is that, is that um, there, there are different shades of Christianity or different you know, flavors or whatever. And sometimes it seems like they're influenced by the culture greatly. And so I, I said, well, what, what happened in the early church? Can we get back to authentic Christianity? Mm. What does that look like? Yeah. And these Christians uh, lived, I think, very... Uh, uh, heroic life. I mean, we don't know all the details, but we do know that many of them would not, that Caesar and uh, the different idolatry worship, they stood against it. And they said, this isn't what we will do. And they preached against it. And before their faith, they were, you know, they were told to deny their faith and they would not deny their faith. And, you know, uh, many of them 
perish because of that. Mm -hmm. And so we're living in a time and a day when uh, our Christian faith uh, is at odds with the culture, just as it was in the early church, and just as it is around the world and many other regions. So what does authentic faith look like? Because there are some people that are trying to kind of make it all work together and it's just sort of watering it down or whatever. And so uh, Times of Fire is, uh, has two meanings to me, and I think to us as filmmakers, and one of the, or us as, as the church. One of them is it's, there's the fire of persecution. Hmm. Uh, and um, I think that a number of people today are, could, would pretty much unanimously say this future is very uncertain and possibly troubling. Absolutely. And um, so are we living in the last days? Well, all of us are only going to live for so long. So <laughs> the older you get, the, 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 you're, you're getting closer to your last days. Mm -hmm. But, you know, uh, so this film isn't about who is the Antichrist and uh, what is the mark of the beast and those kinds of things. Is it about the rapture or anything? This film is, the, is about the letter to those seven churches, the letters that went out to those seven churches. And I believe that it's an investigation into our own hearts. Is our heart prepared for the coming, for the return of Christ? Are we doing the things we're supposed to be doing? Are we working diligently? Are we willing to stand up and not just go along with the culture mm -hmm. uh, that might be opposing um, the things of God? And I I'm, I'm, don't have answers to, I mean, everyone has to answer these questions themselves. But I said the title has two meanings. Times of fire is persecution, but there's also the fire of the Holy Spirit. Mm. There's, a, you know, so many people are, are feeling um, lost. Mm. I think that they, the people who don't know the Lord are carrying a great burden of, of sin on their shoulders. And they're also carrying a great burden of uncertainty. And this is a time when we can speak truth and love into those situations, into those lives of our neighbors. And I believe that the times of fire can be the move of the Holy Spirit to draw people to him. And he's creating a sense of need. And um, they need to know that there is a, a savior, uh, that there is more than this life, that there's a life to come. And so Times of Fire, I'm hoping, will be the move of the Holy Spirit. We see these films as not just a film, but as uh, we're, uh, the types of projects that I work on, we want to see them more as a movement. Uh, so we're hoping to have a Bible study uh, created with this uh, to support the local church, and that it will also be an investigation. We, we know it's an archaeological investigation, but what if it becomes an investigation into our own heart mm -hmm. where we ask the questions, am I prepared for the return of Christ? Mm. That's so good. I really just like that, an investigation into our own hearts because sometimes, I mean, maybe it's just me, or <laughs> but we read the Bible and we think, oh man, like, gosh, they, they needed to fix that. Mm. But it's really... No, like what is going on inside here that we need to really look at and dive into and let Jesus come into that space. Um, you know, and it's interesting because the book of Revelation, you know, that's the first thing that, you know, Jesus addresses as he's talking with John, you know, and showing, you know, he's addressing each of these churches. 
But then the book of Revelation ends with the church being the bride of Christ. You know, and how can we prepare our hearts to be in that place? Absolutely. And of course, we know that this message, this revelation, was right at the beginning addressed to the seven churches, these different churches around that region. Is there a certain message to a specific church that speaks to you or resounds with you in your heart um, that you that is covered in the movie? In this particular film, the the message, and I didn't I didn't make it. I'm the distributor, so I've been I've been looking at this, but I think the message uh, of how uh, the first churches. Uh, and I'm trying to remember the exact church that it was right now. It's, it's escaping me. But they were living in a time when the whole culture was devoted to uh, worship of, um, I, I think, I'm trying to think if it was Diana or it was, it was, a, it was idolatry. But it also had a, a very sexualized uh, component to it, mm-hmm. and um, and so these Christians are standing up, and you know they're they're not good for business, you know, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, and and what do we have is we have a very sexualized culture, right now, and all sorts of things are going on, and uh, to oppose these kinds of uh, uh, movements that happen within cultures. Uh, they want everyone to bless, you know, cultures want everyone to go along with this and say, hey, you need to approve of me and you need to affirm of what I believe. And, and now we have all these questions about gender and everything. And the Bible says he created them male and female. And so, you know, so uh, there's a word that I've even thought about making a film called anonymous. Uh, a lot of people want to be anonymous. They just want to live their life. They don't mm-hmm. want to cause any trouble. They want to go to the beach when you know they want to go, uh, go to their job. They just want to enjoy life. Uh, and how long can we be anonymous? And uh, and so this question of sticking out and not and not going along with everything. But the bio, you know also we look at it, it says broad is the way that leads to you know death you know and narrows the path that leads to the kingdom of God and mm-hmm. and so we think about this uh, the fact that uh, the, what I saw was a courageousness and a faithfulness uh, in this film they talk about Polycarp and he was uh, he could have denied the Lord and he said why would I do that mm-hmm. you know because Caesar wanted to be worshipped and I think we're, we're in a time where certain ideologies want to be the ideology and they want everything else to come underneath it Mm -hmm. and so in other words you can be a Christian but just don't tell anyone and do it on your own privacy Mm -hmm. you know and so what ends up happening is is that as we give ground to those things it just becomes where eventually you say no you can't be a Christian at all we don't want any of that and you you'll see that kind of tension in our own culture well it was there and those Christians said, no, I'm, I'm going to testify to the fact that there is a God who's above Caesar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will, I will not worship and sacrifice to, to Caesar. And so the, I think that, that um, what, what I saw in this film, why I got behind it as a producer, was, be, was the fact that I knew that these were authentic Christians and I'm convicted Am I willing to be authentic, and what does that look like? What does that mean in the greater uh, scheme of my, my own life? Am I being true 
because Christianity can have, like I said, different flavors. There can be an American Christianity that there's different flavors of American Christianity, you know. And uh, what's what's authentic? What going back to the original? What did that look like, and what does that mean? Wow. When you when you worked on this film, what did you find most surprising about the film? What took you took you back in a way that you didn't expect? Um, well, first of all, let me say that this is a beautiful film. Mm-hmm. Cinematically, uh, you're going to go on an adventure because you're going to go from the message to the um, you're going to go from a, the message of Christ uh, to John. You're going to see the location where John potentially received the, the vision, mm-hmm. you know, the cave. Uh, you're going to see where he wrote the letters. You're going to learn a lot about that. These, this is a documentary, but it's a, it's a dramatic sort of, uh, it, there's no recreations, but Christoph Hanover, the filmmaker, is going to be f- followed as he goes from location to location investigating that. Um, and I think my big takeaway has been the, uh, the absolute godlessness of some of these cities mm. that the churches were in and what they were faced with and yet they chose to serve God uh, that vacuum that is there in people's lives is everywhere and I, I was thinking about this is that the weight of sin the weight of sin we you know we don't carry that weight but a lot of people are carrying an entire lifetime of sin on their shoulders and in yeah. their heart. They've not been forgiven. They don't have that peace of the Lord. They don't know that there's a hope of their salvation. And I think that this is an opportunity. And and so I think that that the cultures of those times are starting, you know, uh, sort of the godlessness of those cultures, I'm, we're starting to see in our own culture. And it, it's very aggressive. And I, I think that at the end of the day, what we know is that there's two forces. There's, you know, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of the enemy, of mm-hmm. darkness. And uh, even though it comes in different ways, uh, in different cultures, and throughout different times, it's still that battle between those two. Mm-hmm. But the times of fire is that the <clears throat> he is he that is in us is greater than he that's in the world. Mm-hmm. So there's the fire of persecution <clears throat> but there's the fire of the Holy Spirit Amen. that is stronger than the, uh, than the, and that's the reason why people are willing to go and actually be, you know, persecution to death, you know. And do I like talking about that and thinking about that? Well, I can tell you that I, seeing this film, you're going to see that there are Christians all over the world in very dangerous places that are being faithful, uh, you know. Uh, we're going to see. You're going to see that, uh, and so this is a film that I think it's. I'm praying that it will be a movement that will prepare people's hearts for the return of Christ, uh, and that's why. It, that's why I think it can. It's, it's a bigger message, because it's not about this. Uh, you know, one interpretation over the other. It's a very simple understanding. What was Christ saying to the church? I'm return. I'm coming soon. You know, here are the areas that you're lacking. Here are the areas that I'm that I think you're doing well. And the Holy Spirit can speak to us as we watch films like this to say, "Okay, Lord, I need to be conscious of the fact that you're returning, and not grow callous to that and think, oh well.' I think more people are. And I'll say one thing: I believe that prodigals, 
there are a number of protocols. We know that this next generation, that, or this last generation, a lot of them are walking away. They grew up in a Christian home, but they've decided they, they don't want to believe it. They're, be, they're rebelling. They're in a rebellion against God and against, uh, they don't want the knowledge of God in their life. They don't want the knowledge of God to influence their life. But I think a film like this is basically saying, you know what? And it's the move of the Holy Spirit in their own heart convicting them. I think this can be an opportunity to call prodigals back to the Lord. Mm. Wow, that's powerful. You know, you say it's it's a it's a warning and a message to the to the church. And I think about you know the message in so many ways is that um, you know look, Christ is returning, mm-hmm. and it's a it and that things have been bad in the past and they could get bad in the future. And the warning is, what do you do with that? Mm-hmm. You know, how shall we then live? Right. And, um, you know, that's all about what the mission of life is, is, is about, you know, is to raise awareness of how we are living and the decisions that we are making and what that does to expand the kingdom. Yeah. Because we can take a message like this and we can sit back and say, we can put our heads in the sand and say, eh, Christ is returning, I can't do anything. Or we can say, Christ is returning, how can I live, what can I do? Because this, this, this imminent return of Christ, I need to do something, I need to, I need to play a role. So um, one last question, because we want to be conscious of your time, we know you have a screening here in, uh, shortly. Uh, but what do you, just if you could sum it up, what do you hope that the, that the viewer of this, uh, of this film most takes away after viewing it? You know, sometimes uh, my, my thought is, <clears throat> even in my own life, I wonder, am I lukewarm? Mm. Am I really engaged? Um, the Lord spoke to my heart a few weeks ago and said, where, where you are, I am. And I think we have to stir up um, in our own personal life, our own personal walk with the Lord, our own personal devotions and times of prayer, I think we need to up, upgrade that. <laughs> we need to move that to a higher level. Amen. Because then, then the presence of the Lord is more, more uh, uh, maybe guiding. And what I've noticed lately, <clears throat> when, when the Lord said that is, I had a plumber coming. <laughs> and um, so he came to my house. And I've had experiences like this where li- literally within four to five minutes, the Lord opened up a, 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 a deep conversation. It was like the woman at the well. Wow. And I, I could just tell, I just f- sensed the Lord was allowing me to do that. And then I ended up giving him one of my films and said, here, watch this over the weekend. You know, and he goes, yeah, I'd, I'd love to do that. And so I think we have to be on uh, conscious of the fact that we might be the only people that, that if we're where we are, Christ is, that, 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 that we might be the, the person that is the connection to, to uh, um, give a cup of water, uh, to visit those in prison, um, and to, you know, whether it's your neighbor. At, I, I would like to take and pray and say, Lord, am I supposed to say something now? What is it? Help me to know what to say. What should I do? How should I react? How do you want me to listen? Uh, be more conscious, I think. We need to be more, more attentive, self-aware, uh, and I think we need to up the game because it's going to get... I think, I don't know what it's going to get like in the future, but it's more likely to get worse than it's going to get easier or better because things are heightening up. There's, mm-hmm. There seems to be something that's, that's accelerating, and, um, uh, and the challenge, like I said, is the prodigals. 
there are so many protocols out there right now that need to come back, uh, that need to be connected with, so we need to love them. And the other word that I felt was coming from this was love. You know, does authentic Christianity is a very loving and generous, but there's a, there's, love has different forms of acting it out. And sometimes love is speaking the truth, but in love, you know. Uh, and um, so anyway, um, I, I think that when, when the Lord said he's leaving and he's le sending the comforter to us, that comforter is also uh, a convictor. So oftentimes, um, I just ask that the Holy Spirit is in this situation and it, it does a lot of the work, <laughs> you know. Sure. We just have to be available. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to know God's word better. I, I'm talking to myself here. Yeah, I think everyone. Uh, you know, uh, I need to know mm -hmm. it. I need to be able to speak it. And uh, so... How can people find more, uh, find out more about you yourself, Tim, as well as your, your Thinking Man films and your Exodus project? Can you speak to those just briefly in conclusion? Yeah. And uh, yeah, we just yeah. want to hear more about that as well. Well, people can be a part of, uh, uh, actually, I have a weekly uh, emails that go out on Bible archaeology. If they go to PatternsofEvidence.com, PatternsofEvidence.com, they can sign up to become a thinker. We have these Thinking Man or Thinker updates, so you can be a thinker. It says to love the Lord our God with all our heart, our soul, and our mind. And so I think that, that this is the call to be to love the Lord with your heart and your mind. There's a lot of people that are doing things that aren't very, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, there's lots of things that don't make sense today. And, and I think that God reaches us through our minds. And number two is this film, Times of Fire, if they go to our, our thinkingmanfilms.com, thinkingmanfilms.com. They can see a trailer. They can find out where to get tickets. They can learn more about this and get on a mailing list. And then if they want to help spread the word, they can sign up to, to, to do that as well, I believe. So these are some of the things that they can do to connect with us. So, Yeah, if you haven't seen the trailer, it's a powerful trailer. So, so, Time to Fire is the movie. Tim, thank you so much for thank your time. You. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. God Blessings. Bless. Bye-bye.